Hello, my name is Gertrude and this is the Tech Girl Podcast. I believe we're all created to have a purpose on this earth. The best thing you can do is inevitably seek your purpose. That's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I speak to different people that have gone through different tech journeys in order to learn from them as well as to discuss how people can get into tech. I hope to encourage and support more people to take up tech-related careers. In this episode, I chat with Naya. Naya is a software engineer and creator of the Black Female Engineer on all social media platforms. In our conversation, we talk about the importance of representation in tech and why it matters. We also talk about navigating your first role as a software engineer, software developer, or working in tech, especially when you come from a non-traditional or computer science background. Naya also gives practical tips on how you can get started working in tech, as well as other practical tips that you can use to help you survive working in tech, like the whiteboard. Let's get into the conversation. Welcome, Naya, to the Tech Girl podcast. I'm so happy to have you as a guest. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. You are a person I have very much admired in the tech space and especially social media tech content. Like, I feel like we kind of like interact with each other a bunch, but mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like she's there and I'm rooting for her, but like I want, we haven't talked yet. So I'm just very excited to be here. Me too. And I'm just so happy because I've been rooting for you as well so much. I am so proud of all the things you've done. Like I love following the many things that you do and like constantly looking forward to what is she going to do next and how's it going? And it's it's been amazing. And just before we started this, we talked about how our timeline with uh, our coding boot camps, <laughs> which was pretty similar. Was it around the same time that you started creating tech content? So what's funny is um, when I decided to go to a coding bootcamp, mm-hmm. I've also decided that once I get a job, I'm going mm-hmm. to start making content. Okay. And it was because in my whole research of how do I get in this field? Because I don't mm-hmm. have, you know, a computer science background or anything. Yeah like that I was like how do I get in this field and whatnot and so I had to be constantly looking up YouTube um Mm -hmm. videos and all the people who had something to say did not look like me and Mm -hmm. the reason that's important is because it's like okay well the things you're saying to do they worked for you and I very much am not (laughs) (laughs) I very much do not employ the same spaces that you do yes exactly Yes. And so before bootcamp, that's when I was like, okay, once I get through this and once I get a job, I'm going to start making content because this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, exactly. I, want, like, I can't be the only one looking for this stuff. And so mm-hmm. yes, then um, three months after I finished bootcamp is when I started making content. Nice, nice. Um, so two things. Uh, tell me through the process where you decided to do a bootcamp. Yes. Oh my Why? <laughs> know where to start that story okay so I realized I loved to code um Mm -hmm. I was in my senior year of college and it was just six weeks from graduation and boom the world ended um it was March of 2020 and the world just decided to stop and now I had all this free time and so decided learning to code and I and truly just decided to learn just for the fun of it people always say learn to code just like how people always say learn about investments learn Mm -hmm. public speaking public (laughs) speaking make time to travel like people just say these uh statements and coding I feel like is one of those Mm -hmm. things that people say oh learn to code Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool. Everyone else is out here getting fit and making their bread. Yes. <laughs> Everything. Let me learn to code. And so started learning to code and I fell in love with it instantly. When I say instantly, I mean right away mm-hmm. where the following two to three days, I was just staying up till three, four in the morning coding. I just could not put it down. And so now here I am six weeks from getting my finance degree. Um, I was a finance accounting Mm -hmm. double major. So getting that degree and 
I don't want to be in that field because I now see what I do want to be in. And mm -hmm. so did a bunch of research and going back to the whole, there's people that don't look like us, um, yeah. at, especially at that time, talking mm -hmm. about these things, CNBC released, you know how they have their series like Make It or Making It? I don't know the yes. exact. Yes, yes. And it's always like, oh, 25-year-old in San Diego making 100K, whatever. And exactly. it goes yeah, through their budget, their finances, their job, and exit and whatnot. Right then, I want to say it was like April-ish of mm -hmm. 2020, they released one that was like, woman in New York making 210K plus, yeah. like 24 years old or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the cover was a Black woman. And I hadn't seen them create one um, of a Black yes. woman of that salary. I, I remember it very well. Is it Bukola's? Yes. yes. And so I clicked it. I now know it was Bukola, but she talked about how she's a software engineer, but mm -hmm. doesn't have a computer science degree. Yeah. Um, and so went into all the things she did to get there. And mm -hmm. one of the things she mentioned, she didn't do a boot camp, but she mentioned boot camps as one of the options people can take, one of the routes people can take. Yeah. And yeah, I had never heard of a coding boot camp before in my entire life. And okay. so I did a bunch of research. I did a bunch of um, just trying to get that information. And yeah fast forward and attended um a coding boot camp and mm -hmm. called it a day <laughs> oh that's so nice that is yeah. so good and you know it's really interesting because she's also one of the people that kept me going during my boot camp because yes. I started and then like you were saying trying to find how can I do this how can I do that and it was always people that never looked like me until I stumbled upon her and it just helped me every time I felt like I cannot do this because there were so many times <laughs> during that time when it was like, I can't do this. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, it's something I've talked about before because so in my boot camp, one of the instructors was a black male. And mm -hmm. um, I remember when I'd be struggling through things and everything, yeah. I would think to myself, like, okay, well. I can obviously do this. It's not that I'm not meant for this field. It's not that people mm -hmm. like me aren't meant for this field because look at this person yeah. and he's here instructing the course and whatnot. And so it's, I feel like some people don't understand why representation is so important. And truly that's why it's because you have proof that people with your same background can succeed mm -hmm. and flourish mm -hmm. in this environment. Mm -hmm. So why not you? You know, exactly, exactly. And this is something that growing up, I would always hear, which I really hated uh, with like <laughs> my parents and stuff when there's someone that's performing better than you, because my parents always expect me to be like the yes. like to get the top grades. If I'm not yep. getting the top grades, I have to be in top three. And yes. if you find yourself top five, it's like, OK, so how did the other person do it? And then it did yes. really click until I was a minority. And it was so important to see people that looked like me to be like, yeah. OK, I can do it, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's so funny because, um, yeah, we talked about this, like my parents are Zimbabwean, I'm Zimbabwean. Yeah. And that, say, that quote, how did the other person do it? Oh, my goodness. It shattered my world each time. Like, oh, like, you don't understand. Like, these were the requirements. But OK, so how did this person do it? <laughs> that will just crush me every time <laughs> yeah uh, oh my god it's crazy and it did not it did not really make sense then yeah. but now it really does and then I I get it like representation matters and sometimes you even probably you have encountered people sliding into your dms and just talking about how you've had an impact just because you look like them it's crazy to me though like it's truly I don't know I don't know what it is maybe this is a conversation between me and my therapist I don't know <laughs> <laughs> because they say that and like they will um like I'm even thinking about people right now who have said things to me and Aww. have said I just signed on an offer because of you yeah. um I've been following you for the last like two years XYZ, and like now I got my job and I just like look at it and like I think there's like a wall up or something where I hear their words and I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. That's so kind. Um, da, da, da. But it doesn't really seep in. Like, I think it's just like too big for me to truly make it make sense. Like, what do you mean? Like, and it's funny because like you said, like we looked at Bukola and like, she's someone that I would want to say like, yo, like truly, truly this, mm -hmm. 
I would not be here if I hadn't seen that video of yours and like watched your videos and followed you and everything. Mm-hmm. But when you're the person receiving that, it's, I don't know. I, I, I need to figure that out. But I'm always so grateful for people reaching out. Um, something that's very important to me is like the community building. Like yes. I'm a very, I like to think of myself as a pretty energetic, positive person. I don't like the... You know, this uh, stereotypical social media content creator of like mm-hmm. that, like wall up, like, oh, you can't get too close to me, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't like that. I love the wall being down and being like, hey, girl, like, what's going on? I do that a lot with TikTok now, um, being able to go on live and everything. And the relationships I build with people um, have been amazing. I actually try to remember as many people's names as possible. Yes. It's all like myself a quiz before and after the mm-hmm. lives and everything. So it's just so amazing just the community building that's come of all of this yeah it um I mean I cannot add more to it because it's it's truly amazing and just to think that this is social media like 10 years ago who would have thought that you would have friends and people that know you from like places you've never even heard of before (laughs) it's like and it's like like you said like friends like yeah just like me and my 10,000 closest friends (laughs) (laughs) yeah like it's so funny and um a lot of times like now I see myself interacting more with followers through lives and things like that Mm -hmm. than a lot of other people because like while I'm getting ready for things I'll go on a live and like talk things out or talk about like just doesn't have even have to be content but I've talked about like some dating experiences I've had I talked about um this problem get on TikTok I need to hear those (laughs) yes um talking about the issues I was um experiencing with works like some admin issues and it was crazy I actually just did that about two weeks ago I was like yeah this is the problem I'm having I don't know what to do and they helped me like get a solution like they literally did this research like in the background and then um created like a bit.ly like this one follower created a bit.ly and sent it to me it was like hey I just um I found all this information for you tell them x y and z and like use this as like a resource I was like, what? <laughs> and so I made a book, but it's truly not a joke. I was like, every every problem I have now, I'm coming to you guys. Um, yes. All to say, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's amazing that it's two way. You know, yes, it's truly insane um, how much social media now plays in my life, especially as like a software engineer, but also this like weird space of like also a content creator, like those things are really go together, but also the um, making sure that we all are uplifting each other up. Yes. Like in my lives, people will be like, I just got a job or I just got an interview or I just graduated from bootcamp. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the comments will be like, congrats, man. Like, yes, rooting for you. And yes. amazing. <laughs> yeah. So what does a typical day look like for you? Oof, oh my goodness I'm you like, even, do you even have a typical day I kind of do um I like I'm looking up at my whiteboard because I have like every day section yes, out and, like, and let me just say you're a, a whiteboard advocate <laughs> yes. I love it I love it I need to somehow like maybe I'll make a like a product like a whiteboard or something because I'm like I just advertise whiteboards like my income depends on it (laughs) but um yeah my typical day if I go hour by hour I say like wake up at seven um get ready for the day like shower, get ready, see if I'm actually going to get like actually made up if I'm creating mm-hmm. content or it's going to be more of an editing day. So still stay like, you know, in my hoodie. <laughs> like I am right now. And from around 7.30 to nine is when I do my content um, focused items. And so mm-hmm. I go over DMs. I um, go over like my newsletter items. I um, go over my TikTok and either film TikToks or um uh stage for Instagram reels and whatnot because yeah. every single day my goal is to post three TikToks uh wow. and one Instagram reel. And so I create all of that typically the morning of um oh, or the morning before. And so create all of that from 7:30 to uh nine. Then from nine to twelve I work my nine to five and yeah. so do the whole meetings thing, the stand-up, the you know communication. Mm-hmm 
whatnot. 12 to 1, lunch, and I really do try to just make it lunch like nothing else, just listen to my true crime podcast uh, while making lunch and everything. And then 1 to like 3.30 is when I continue work. And then from 3.30 on, I try to just see where I'm at with everything, um, mm-hmm. like nice high-level view. So I look at yeah. what um, work is, what how it's been going, the next steps, but also social media items. Have people gotten back to me for, let's say, um, partnerships or brand deals or collaboration, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. responding to comments um, and things like that. And then- yeah. Uh, if it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I might do a TikTok live. So do that from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then 8 p.m. have dinner. Um, try to fit in working out at some point. I just now got into back into working out because I've been on vacation. And so that truly deters your routine. But yeah. I worked out yesterday and I plan to work out tomorrow. And so if I do work out, it'll be at like 515. Mm-hmm. That way, 330, see high level, how everything's going and then yeah. prepare to go work out and call it a day oh yeah, nice busy. yeah nice um are you um a workout from home or workout at the gym type of person no I go to orange theory um which is killer like oh my goodness I am right now so sore like okay. <laughs> before work today I like did a series of stretches and everything because I am just so sore have you um heard of orange theory it's no this? oh my goodness okay have you heard of insanity or p90x no it's like this insane hit workout so like what does hit even stand for like yeah intensity interval yes. training mm-hmm. yes and so orange theory is basically just a class where it's just high intensity um interval training so it'll be like half the time you're on treadmills so like yesterday I did like nine sprints um and then you do like sometimes just jogging sometimes just walking then you sprint again and it's like insane um and then the other 30 minutes is more like strength and weights. And so mm-hmm, they have like mm-hmm. a rowing machine and then they have like dumbbells and everything. So like, just like floor work. And so, yes, the other half was like arms. What was yesterday? Yesterday was mostly arms and resistance mm-hmm. day. And oh. so, yeah, I am just feeling it. So I try to go in my, when I'm in a regular routine, I try to go twice a week, mm-hmm. but I'm going on vacations the next like six weeks. So I'm going to have to like, go like three times in a row some days so I can get <laughs> most out of my membership. So we'll see. Yeah, and also to fill up for the holiday time. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how the body works, you know? <laughs> like, if I if I compact this into three days, it'll work for the next two weeks. Yeah. I, that's what I heard in science class. <laughs> <laughs> nutrition and sciences that's what the main takeaway was so I don't know. <laughs> yeah oh god no I wish I wish <laughs> I'm trying to walk more mm-hmm. um like I don't know if you've heard like that thing I'm like yeah if you walk five miles in a day that's yeah like steps. yes you speak miles I speak uh kilometers <laughs> Oh, shoot. Yeah. So 10,000 steps is yes. like the good way to measure it. And so, yeah, I've been trying to walk more. This last Sunday, I went uh, and walked up like a hiking trail. So I need to just, yeah, put in different things because summer is coming. The summer is knocking on the door. And <laughs> look, I'm in my hoodie um, hiding from <laughs> the sun and all the things she exposes. So. Yes, yes. So I need to get back on it. Mm, I feel you. I, I'm in that space too. Like, mm, I see you, Summer, and I need to be ready. When you hit, <laughs> I'm oh. here. Yes, I'm, I'm trying to knock on your door, Summer. So, <laughs> but right now, homegirl is bolted shut. So we'll get there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, so, so fun. So let's get back. Tell me, yeah. what does tech mean to you? It's funny because for me, tech is 
this wildly inclusive space where it does not matter how you got your credentials. It does not matter who did your teaching, where you did it, how long it took you or mm-hmm. anything. What matters is that you have the skill and not many careers can say that. Mm-hmm. I think like the biggest thing I can think of is like maybe like singing or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but most of the time- Yes, like I really can't think of many careers who can say the same thing, but at the same time, tech is also this wildly in, in, um, in inclusive place yeah. um, where it's predominantly white male and especially mm-hmm. older generation. And if you are a woman of color or a person of color in the space, queer, etc., you can feel not as welcomed depending on the company. Like if it is an older company, um, mm-hmm. not to, yeah, I don't to like bash on a company, but yeah, I can think of companies right now that have been mm-hmm. here for the last like 80, hundred years yeah. that may yeah. not be super welcoming, but the startups in Silicon Valley and things like that, they're super welcoming in X, Y, and Z. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just this weird, um, clash because, yeah. um, when you look at things that way, but no, I find it the most inclusive yet also an inclusive place. Did you ever feel before getting into the field, like, um, maybe, maybe I don't belong. Or when you just got into the field, did you ever have like those feelings of, uh, so like, I'm really trying to like think back so I can answer wholeheartedly and uh-huh. just honestly, for me, it was never a question of if I belonged. Mm-hmm. It was a question of if other people realized it too. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that for me, to be honest, I credit my upbringing um, and just who I am as a person. I never question if I belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. What makes me either sad or have unpleasant emotions is wondering if the people I'm surrounded by see me as belonging as well and yeah it sucks um because of course like in this day and age it's like oh well have confidence and love yourself and all this yada 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 Mm -hmm. and acting like this isn't important but no it's important to feel wanted to feel um admired and like you should be here it yeah. does impact your day like oh self-confidence I don't need anyone to validate like no let's <laughs> <laughs> let's step back like validation is nice <laughs> yeah exactly it gives the extra boost yes and not even the extra boost but shoot being welcomed in a place in mm. general it just gives you what you need to do your job um yeah and so for me, that was always the back of the mind fear, especially um, for me, it wasn't necessarily necessarily coming from a black woman perspective, because I've always found a way to like make it a uh, reason to have me on because mm-hmm. I provide a perspective that the rest of the team can't um, yeah. and Z, so making it a value add but for me it was the not having a computer science degree part yeah. which I was like afraid of like shoot is this a dumb question like somebody who has a degree they wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to answer or they wouldn't mm-hmm. have had a question at all um and whatnot so that constantly is what's in the back of my head like shoot so yeah how do they see me yeah yeah that that's really um a good point because for me, I I do think about like what like do they see me, but I try not to think about that because I will just end up seeing all the things that make me believe that they don't see me. <laughs> no. No. But I definitely also like to feel validated because it just it really, really helps right it's and when you're working as a team you need to feel that people value your contribution to the team yes (laughs) yeah I was like why am I here like I I guess to get the paycheck but like (laughs) I can get that from somewhere else as a software Mm -hmm. engineer like I can open my LinkedIn and see the seven recruiters who want me to you know what I mean yeah and on that subject you have a very interesting social media name 
the black female engineer. <laughs> yes. How did you come to that? I recently thought about this because I was like, man, like I'm so happy that that's the name I chose. I remember sitting on my bed thinking of all the channel names because I started out with YouTube. I'm only just recently getting into Instagram and TikTok, which is hilarious because the growth yeah. I've experienced on the two versus YouTube is like very night and day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a conversation for another time. But <laughs> I am on my bed writing all these like Instagram um, or not Instagram, YouTube channel names. And shoot, let me see if I can find that note. Give me two seconds because I'm like, um, I knew I wanted the channel name to be something. I didn't want it to be Naya because like at zero subscribers, who's Naya? And like, why should we care? Mm -hmm. I wanted a name that gave you right away what you were getting from me. Yeah. Yeah. And it was less a thing of like, oh, Naya did X, Y, and Z. And so Naya can do it. But the black female engineer, which could be you. And yeah. so I wanted yeah. people to see themselves um, throughout the content, throughout, especially because my content is all about getting that same success, or if not better um, mm-hmm. success and turnaround in your career. So I wanted people to see themselves in that name and see the channel and platforms as their resource. And I am here for you to serve you and help you in this journey. Yeah. It's so powerful. And I would say, like, I'm so happy because like you took a really bold step and we have to be honest like in this industry uh, when you don't come from like the traditional thing not that anybody is outright saying to you like you're not really this or you know sometimes they do but you just have that but then you just like went on with it and you were like yeah I'm here I'm the black female engineer I'm like I love it I still love it you're really brave oh I appreciate that um Because I didn't realize how bold a name it was until about six months after I was creating content. I had a speaker engagement and after it was all done, spoke with some of the higher ups and whatnot. And one of them mentioned like, wow, that name, like good on you for um, getting that and using it and like, it is obviously a name that is going to like go places um, simply because of like the whole, yeah, like you said, standing your ground, owning that uh, identity. And that was the first time I saw it like that. And so now it's very much like something I cherish very much. (laughs) Oh, that's really good. Um, I gotta ask, since you're from Zimbabwe, I'm from Zambia, right? So we, (laughs) we're neighbors, right? Um, (laughs) I can imagine that probably our parents sort of um, they sort of have a similar mindset. How do they feel about you and your career right now? And also the conversation of actually after having done my finance degree, I am moving this direction. <laughs> no, that's such a good question. Um, I remember preparing to tell my mom like hey so this degree is not it (laughs) I remember like being like hey like this is what you're gonna say I was so scared I was terrified um but yeah I think one of the reasons I was so scared was because growing up I've always been a person who like I've wanted to be so many things. Like, it's actually pretty absurd the amount of things I've wanted to be. I've wanted to be a singer, a lawyer, a um, politician, um, business. Like, I've wanted to be everything. Everything. And she's always supported it, but I was afraid I was going to, like, come to her and she'd be like, girl, like, come on. Like, can you just pick something? Like, you, what do you mean? You got your degree. What, what are you talking about? And so that was my biggest fear. But yeah, I went to her. I can see it right now. We're like on our deck. And I'm like, hey, um, yeah, I've been coding and doing some research. And I really think I can do this. I really want to pursue software development. And she didn't even bat an eye. Like, I think it was like a 30 second conversation. Like, it was almost like, why are you coming to me with things that don't matter? (laughs) 
like she didn't even bat an eye. She was like, no, perfect. Um, do what you need to do. Uh, I'm here if you need help, but you go do your thing. And I was shocked. I was so, so to this day, I look back and I've even told people at like at dinner and things like that. Because people have asked, like, yeah, how did your parents or mom feel about this? My dad, I wasn't as afraid because he has a background in tech. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually like went to college for it and everything. And so it wasn't as uh, bad to convince him, especially because he very much is a person who's constantly switching his move and is yeah, like yeah. buying new spaces and everything. So I, now that I think about it, I don't even think I had a formal conversation with him. <laughs> yeah. Came home one day with my like 90K jobs. <laughs> but, but yeah, knowing that I had that support and I had somebody who saw this goal of mine as so easily easily because of who I am as a person like no this is gonna happen Mm -hmm. so now I was like okay cool now I have to make it happen like I have to make it true because I told my family about it yeah exactly (laughs) yeah now it's real now it's real I don't think um that's like a hack I have of like do you want to like do something tell your parents because now you have especially Zimbabwean parents African parents Mm -hmm. now you have to do it yes Because they won't be like, hello. (laughs) So that thing. Oh, so what happened to (laughs) so-and-so? Oh, no. Oh, it's in the works. It's still cooking. (laughs) Yeah. um, But I'm also very fortunate to have, like, the parents I do with who have always offered that support. No matter, I said, I want to be a singer or a lawyer Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. XYZ. They've always had no doubt it could happen, so. Yeah, that's really great. Um, And at the end of the day, they're parents and they want the best for us, so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But in your journey so far what would you say has been the most let's start with challenging yes most challenging part of my journey Mm -hmm. I think I'll talk about challenging as in like tangible challenging because you know the mental state challenging and then like actually like foot on the ground challenging um for me, the most like foot on the ground challenging was the job hunt. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I, and it wasn't even that it was like, to be honest, I think I had a way better experience than many people. Yeah. But just the grueling nature of doing boot camp for your 10 hours that day and then doing an hour to two hours of leak code um, and studying data structures and algorithms and then reaching out to people on LinkedIn and then mm-hmm. actually applying to jobs because, shoot, two days have gone by and you haven't applied to a single job. Now you have no. to apply double um and making sure your resume like oh my goodness there's so much that Mm -hmm. comes with um the job hunt where I truly and we I I don't remember if this was off camera or not where I was saying how the brain that created this like web app in like a couple months I don't know if it's the same brain now because I don't think I could do it again that's to me now like the job hunt I don't the brain I had and the like uh energy and everything and the tenacity the tenacity oh my goodness if I had to do that again I but it also goes to say like when you want something so bad like me I'm the kind of person who when I want something so bad I can't even I remember I couldn't even watch a 30 minute episode on Netflix because Mm -hmm. I'd be doing it and I couldn't even focus because I was running through all the things that I your to-do list Yes. And so now I'm not having a good time watching Netflix. So I might as well not have a good time applying to jobs, you know? Yes. Yes. So that was for sure the most challenging, um, like feet on the ground, challenging part Mm -hmm. of my journey. And then in terms of mentally, I would say the most challenging part was like my first six weeks on the job. Yeah. I every I'm very proud of myself. I'm a crier and I actually did not cry. And now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever cried um, for like a work related thing. Okay. I have this rule of we don't cry for work and we don't cry for boys. We do not cry over those two things. And <laughs> so like my first six weeks on the job, I just felt like I just did not know what I was doing. I there were all these systems all of a sudden, yes. all this jargon and all this um like 
paperwork and access rights and all of this that I had to juggle. And every time I was like, okay, like we broke through this like onboarding stuff. So now you can actually start doing things. Then I don't have access rights to X, Y, and Z. And I felt so unuseful, like, wow, I'm just eating up their money. Like, like, meanwhile, I'm not even contributing in any way. So there was that part of it. But then there's also the part of, okay, I have questions, but are these questions because I'm new or are these questions because I don't have a computer science degree? Um, I feel you on that one. (laughs) That was so hard. But at the end of the day, it was like, okay, cool. Like whether or not what type of question it is, is a question you have and you you once you ask it you will now know yeah so once I got that in my head and saying to myself like okay I'm having a hard time because I don't know Mm -hmm. in two weeks in a month in x amount of days I will know so that's just like this is another learning opportunity I would literally and I'm saying this like with such confidence now I would literally be at my desk holding back tears like all, like also whimpering to myself like this is a learning opportunity <laughs> you will get through this <laughs> but that mentally was the most challenging part of my entire journey oh my god yeah, yeah um I've had moments where I I also always say like this is a learning opportunity and because you have to lend the product as well that's a different thing. And then there's in-house libraries and in-house tools and in-house apps. And <laughs> and not knowing what's in-house and what's not too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm over yeah. here Googling for things that Google doesn't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Girl, no. <laughs> so I was like, stuff like that. One time to show you how much I was using like Google and Stack Overflow, I actually caught Stack Overflow when they were down. They, to show you how much I stayed on their page, they were down for like, uh, maybe 12 minutes one day. Oh my goodness. I lost it. It was the end. I was like, oh my gosh, do I quit now? Like what happens if it never (laughs) comes to do my job? (laughs) They are messing with people's careers. Like how am I going to explain this? So it's so funny. I actually made, um, a joke recently. Where I was like, um, I'm like in a meeting, they're like, hey, nice, share your screen. And immediately I have to start deleting all the stack overflow tabs that I have open. Just oh, so close. Close. <laughs> like, no. like how to like print an if statement. Like <laughs> out, 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 out. <laughs> oh my, how to center a div. Like <laughs> just all these. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's it's so hilarious. And it's just so funny because everyone else does the same thing. And I feel like no one like I'm learning that now being in the content space, but I feel like if I wasn't, I wouldn't realize that. Because no exactly. one says it. You know? Yeah, so you just end up feeling like I'm the only one, but no. <laughs> No. So yeah, if you're watching this, you're listening to this and you do not have uh, a community of developers and whatnot, please know this is very, very normal. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone is kind of, it's like that terrible, what's the word? Um, Basically that terrible situation where nobody's talking about it because nobody talks about it. Mm -hmm. So So you continue not talking about it. Exactly. Exactly. It is like that. Yeah. Like and so we all it know it's it's like we all know but we don't talk about it yes so it's like but that but that's the thing though like I don't think I would know if I wasn't surrounded by these community of developers like on social media I don't mm. think I would know I think it really would just be like me crying thinking that yeah, I was exactly feeling like you're the only person that doesn't yeah. know and yeah mm-hmm. yeah so no that's just hard but no <laughs> So after after your uh, coding bootcamp, has this been your first role? Yes, uh, yes and no. This has been my first full time um, permanent role. I think yeah. is the better thing to say. Yeah. So I did some like internships. I did some contract work and whatnot. Um, because the thing is, I finished my bootcamp October of 2020. Got this offer end of October 2020, but it wasn't going to start until the following 
summer. So August of 2021. And so because of that, I had to figure out a way to fill my time. So did contract work, internships, um, this, that, and the third. And it was fine. I liked having the time and flexibility in my schedule. And yeah, now it's full time. So here we are. (laughs) Didn't you ever feel like, oh my God, what if something happens? Because that's also COVID times. And then like you have this long waiting period (laughs) the thing is because other people had mentioned that to me also the thing Mm -hmm. is getting out of college throughout college that was our recruitment um schedule and cycle all my jobs I've ever got every internship I've gotten Mm -hmm. I received it the fall of the previous year in which it was supposed to start um you would always receive it fall or even the summer and so you'd have a year to wait until you started. And so to me, I didn't, like, it was just normal. But if that hadn't been the case for me, oh my goodness, I would have been terrified. I probably, don't do this, but I probably would have accepted two jobs. I accepted (laughs) that full-time job and then accepted a different full-time job and then quit when I think it's actually going to happen. And it's like, oh, damn way, yeah. Yeah, um, because- with me with my current role as well I had a little bit of a wet period even though I was switching because I was already in a different oh. role and then moving in I don't know sometimes I'll just wake up at night because <gasps> well, it felt too good to be true right no. and then I would wake up I'm like oh my god what if I never really did have a contract I'm like but you have been through all these many interviews just <laughs> and then when I was like sending in my resignation letter and whatnot I had so many panic attacks the moment before I sent it. And it was like, I had to like check that I had a contract signed. Like, I don't know how many times. I should have gone in touch with a lawyer. I should have gotten a look to look over this. What if it's not valid? Like all these that's so no I I'm a thousand percent like you and I would have been in any other situation it just so happened that this one it was just like the norm because actually even if um COVID wasn't a thing um this this is what they do this is how they recruit and whatnot and so like okay cool like Mm. I'll see you in eight months (laughs) yeah yeah the one in red Nice, but then you did get to speak with them here and there and join in some of the events and yeah. Yes, exactly. And keeping up that constant communication also helped. um, Yeah. Say by January, we started speaking like once a month. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I'm actually, yeah. So so that helps a lot. Um, But overall, no, it wasn't that stressful of a time for me, especially because I did have good paying contract uh, positions and internships. I actually was able to move out um, of my parents' house during that waiting period because of the other opportunities I got. So, And you had recruiters in your DMs. See, like, what's so funny is like I was always like waiting for because people always say like oh just get the first job and then like recruiters will start reaching out to you and I was always kind of like waiting for it to happen and now I like wake up in the morning I'm like damn like can I just have one day of peace (laughs) I know I know and I'll be honest when 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 I heard people say some of those things I was like why are you lying (laughs) yes like and now here I am being like I'm sorry like for Forbes 10 company I don't have the bandwidth right now to like mm-hmm. discuss x y and z but I look forward to something in the future like and it, isn't it a confidence booster to like have to reject people <laughs> oh, okay that oh sounds goodness. bad that sounds bad no but. no um there's this quote where that I think about and I think this is exactly what you're thinking of where it's like name name like a celebrity you love a male celebrity that's not Channing Tatum, I think. Okay. So it's like, you know, the only thing better than saying yes to Channing Tatum, Mm -hmm. saying no to Channing Tatum. (laughs) You know, like it is a confidence booster. Um, So it's like that kind of thing. Like, wow, people want me and I'm saying no. (laughs) Uh, Yes. For now though, like I'll come back. Just like, please. (laughs) Okay. We don't burn bridges, but... (laughs) 
But you know, I, I now is not the right time, Channing Tatum. I just I'm I'm working on me right now. You know, I'm working on me. I'm doing me. me season. Yes, it's me season right now. But I'll get to you. Please, yeah, leave a spot. Yes, take a seat on the bench <laughs> behind all these other people. <laughs> oh man, please. So. What are some of the practical tools that you use every day? Ooh, my whiteboard, mm. 1,000%. My whiteboard, I use my post-its yes. um, when my whiteboard is full. Um, wait, is that what you mean by practical, like the tangible tools? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, whiteboard, post-its, notebooks sometimes. What I started to do, um, not even started to do because I did it with every job, but what I was good at doing the first like five months at my job was every time I got a new task, I would write it in my notebook, say what tools I was using to complete it and um, like what the overall gist of the task was. Mm -hmm. I do this because it's really great for updating your resume. When mm -hmm. you have your list of the projects you've worked on and things like that. Like, I feel like we as humans, we don't think of like what we work on as like anything big. It's like, oh, I just did this or, oh, I just fixed this or put on this or whatnot. But then when you have like a notebook of like, of it and even like show someone else, it's like, you did all this. Yeah. It's mm. insane. Um, and I feel like that's a big thing that can impact um, the resume building. Cause like you think like, oh, I wasn't really that important X, Y, and Z. But then when mm -hmm. you have this notebook telling you otherwise, it helps so much. So yeah, my notebook, my little notebook. Yes. And on um, that as well, also the conversations, you know, when you have to talk about the money. <laughs> yes. That's such a good point. Yeah. That comes in handy. No, exactly. Um, my two monitors so I have two big monitors so I have like my laptop right here that I'm talking yes. to <laughs> then I have my monitor on the left and monitor on the right I love it I mm -hmm. for the first half of the year of or of my job <clears throat> since I started in August I only had one other monitor and I thought that was fine but then I started working with two I don't know how I could ever go back to just one other one I want another one now like I want a whole ESPN screen like wow. a whole ESPN wall that's what I want like of yes. just monitors <laughs> different like I don't know if you've seen the um what is it called what's that finance company um that's like basically like a stock exchange floor of just like screens and like they have like all of this and whatnot yeah. um that's basically what I want but you know dreams one day I have yeah. a de detachable keyboard which is great have, have, then... have you done a desk tour I haven't Wait, I don't yes you should do it. No, but listen, no, but listen, mm -hmm. I tried, I really tried and I did um, work on it for like two hours one day, but then I edited it. It was like a minute long. I was like, how do people make this 10 minutes on YouTube? I, it made no sense to me. Um, and it's, well, I'll, you know what? I will get you a desk tour. Maybe. Yeah. Because I'm moving um, like in end of July. So mm -hmm. when I move, probably then that way, like everything is torn down anyway and I have to build it back up. Yeah. So I think that's what I'll do. But yeah, a nice attachable keyboard is phenomenal yes. because then I can be rolling around my room and still just like editing stuff. Mm -hmm. Same with a detachable mouse. Perfect. Yeah, these are my most like essential thing. Oh, and a standing desk, of course, in general. Of course. Now that I say that, when was the last time I stood? <laughs> didn't your tracker remind you <laughs> shoot I should do that usually what happens is like um like around like 1 p.m 2 p.m when I was still good at standing that's when I would use it because then I like put up some pump up music so I'd be like dancing while coding and everything but I haven't done that in a while now oh my goodness oh, oh. I'll do that today <laughs> you should yes and then I have like so you do have a, a flower on your desk. I have flowers, yeah. I think like fresh flowers. Yeah. Oh, nice. But I think they're very important to have. I think it's nice yes. to have a living thing. Mm -hmm. Um, this is the first time I've had flowers before on my desk. What I'll have, oh yeah, here it is. I'll have um like plants, like cactus uh, mm -hmm. plants or like desert plants. So this yeah. is heck. Like, 
Yes. But um, I think it's important to have like a living thing to remind you that you are also a living thing and mm-hmm. it's just a job. And, and you have to take care of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so nice chatting to you. Like, I don't even want to stop. Like, where did time go? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's been an hour. Oh my God. Yes. That's so funny. Yes. Before I let, you, I let you go, I just um, want you to tell me, should everyone learn to code? I think everyone should um, try coding. Yes. I don't think it's necessary for everyone that they must learn, but I do think everyone should try. And because the best case scenario, you get that same feeling I had, like, oh my goodness, like I need this in my life. Mm -hmm. And worst case scenario, you now know a few coding concepts that you may or may not use on your job. And Mm -hmm. so I always tell people like, go to freecodecamp.com and Mm -hmm. check out just one of their courses. You don't need to commit to anything, just commit to just like an hour and yeah. see how you like it and let that uh, guide you the rest of the way. That's, that's a really good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I also agree. Uh, you need to try it because yeah. the future is, is looking. Oh <laughs> yes. And the like possibilities we have, like I'm fully remote. I don't plan to ever be not um, like mostly remote in the future. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, it allows for the accomplishment of, other goals in a mm-hmm. way that other careers just don't exactly that is so true <laughs> and it would just keep getting better honestly yes exactly. <laughs> so where can people find you yes people can find me uh pretty much anywhere at the black female engineer um instagram the black female engineer tiktok youtube uh the black female engineer.com twitter i finally got an account the what's rough is twitter the black female engineer was too long for it yeah. Um, and so I'll leave the Twitter out for now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you can also go to theblackfemaleengineer.com, um, sign up for my newsletter. Um, I'm yes. everywhere. Just look it up. <laughs> you mm. will find me. <laughs> and you have the best get into tech course right now. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to start. You yeah, had the second installment um, in about two weeks, less than two weeks. I I'm so, so excited. And I'm very excited to just continue uh, bringing it. Um, right now, I'm working on a quarterly schedule. So it's, mm. it's really interesting. I would definitely have a link in the show notes or description. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that way, if by the time of publication, it's already going on, they can yeah. always sign up for, you know. Yes, and actually thinking about your timeline, the t- by the time of publication, the next one enrollment will probably be almost open. So. Bang, perfect. Make sure you have to <laughs> get into that course. It's amazing, honestly. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, oh, it's been so, so good chatting with you and thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming on my podcast and I can't wait for us to continue chatting. <laughs> No, saying this was so, so amazing. Like truly the highlight of my day. Like I said, I'm looking, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's been an hour. (laughs) Like, are you going to start the podcast at some point? Because I feel like we've just been like, just catching up. (laughs) Like, hey, let's get to it. (laughs) It's been so nice. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. You have been listening to the Tech Girl Podcast with me, Gertrude. I hope you can join me for another episode where I'll be talking to another person and going